listening to community-supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, where vocal music is our forte. At the top of the hour this hour, St. Croix crossings are champs. From January 17th through 20th, the Barbershop Harmony Society held their annual Midwinter Festival and Competition in Orange County, California. In addition to a youth chorus festival that brought together 18 choruses with students from middle school through college, the Midwinter event also features the annual Seniors Quartet Contest. This year, the 25 qualifying quartets in the finals gave great performances, and the St. Croix Crossing came out on top as international champs. They're used to this kind of thing, having medaled five times in the international senior competition. Congratulations to these gentlemen of the Midwest. Hello, Acaville fans, and welcome to Tacapella, Acaville Radio's weekly talk show. I'm your host, John Lampus, and today I am joined by Nathan Honeycutt. Nathan, did I say your last name right? You said it perfectly. Yes, I always have a history of, you know, sometimes messing up the names <laughs> of uh, our guests, but I'm, I, I've had a good streak going as of late. Nathan, uh, awesome. tell us tell us who you are, because you're doing something pretty cool right now in the uh, acapella world, and it is my privilege to have you on Tacapella today. Tell us uh, who you are and uh, what you're doing. Sure. Um, well, my name is Nathan Honeycutt. I live in East Texas, and for this is, I guess, the eighth year I've been in the uh, working with award shows involving music, and this is the first one that we've ever done that actually is just a cappella. And we work we work in uh, multiple states, and we're actually uh, working on something new for uh, Liverpool. But this one specifically, I have a background. Uh, several years back uh, of singing in a few different acapella groups. And I grew up singing um, uh, with my family and in church and, and all that. And so uh, my interest in acapella comes from actually being in acapella groups. Mm-hmm. And, you know, over the years, I never lost the interest in, in wanting to be or sing in an acapella group. I sing all the time. And um, it's just, well, for anyone who's into acapella, I don't have to explain it, but, (laughs) uh, so, uh, I thought, you know, if there was an an acapella music awards, that would be awesome. And I got to looking around and I know that there are different, uh, types of programs that do, uh, honor vocalists and uh, composers and so Mm -hmm. forth. And, uh, one thing that this is geared more toward is more of a fan, uh, vote in the sense that, you know, anyone in the general public can uh, submit their nomination for any category. And then um, once the final nominees are posted, the, uh, you know, the general public can can vote again on that final vote there. Uh, and so we have categories that cover a wide range. And um, this the purpose of this is to highlight artists who you might not otherwise know about. You know, there's a lot of groups that everyone does know about and this is a chance for uh, someone in Topeka, Kansas or Ottawa or uh, London who's in, you know living upstairs in some apartment and they're a really good singer and nobody knows about them but they're in a group and and uh, the right people nominate them and they get through so it's um, 
it's just to expand the world for acapella. That's that's the purpose of it. I think that's a great way of putting it because I think the world of acapella has been, especially in the past few years, been really championed and some might say expanded by the big things like uh, the sing-off, pentatonic, straight note chaser, and uh, pitch perfect. So the fact that you are creating an awards show that uh, kind of allows the lesser known groups, the lesser known people to have their shot at recognition, I think is very admirable. So this is called the uh, Acapella Music Awards, correct? Correct. Man, I am ridiculously excited for this because this sounds (laughs) super freaking cool. When I heard about this, I thought this was uh, something, you know, we always talk about on Tacapella is the growing world of acapella and you know like i just said we can look at specific groups we can look at specific organizations like acaville or casa etc etc but something like this involves the acapella community in a much uh different way than i think we're expected when it's the people voting on you know whoever so i think this is an incredibly admirable uh, undertaking nathan and can you give us a little bit of a lowdown on how this came to be you said you'd sung in some acapella groups what what groups were those by the way well, uh, you wouldn't know about them. Uh, one, but was isn't that back... the point? Isn't that what's what the yeah, point think, of your group? Yeah, uh, so. this uh, right. award ceremony is. Yeah, yeah, they don't exist. Well, one doesn't exist before, but it was called Crosswalk, and we had an album that we put out in um, around '99, mm-hmm. and so that's that's been a while. And I was in a group uh, with uh, a guy named George G, and he. He sang with a group called AVB or Acapella Vocal Band, which mm-hmm. was part of the Acapella Company, which I yeah, think yeah, yeah. they go by Acapella. And so that was an interesting introduction. And then after that, I was in a group with him called Straight Company, and they mm-hmm. they were signed with Epic. Uh, let's see, Verity Records, which was a Sony label gotcha. um, at the time, and they were with Benson Records at one time. I think it was before that. Before they, uh, I don't think they're around anymore, but. Uh, so I, I got to see into the world of acapella. I got to fly to shows and perform and, and, mm-hmm. and do some really cool things and sing with some people that were really incredible singers, you know? And so yeah. you would, you wouldn't think of acapella practice as being something that makes you sweat and you're walking out <laughs> feeling like you just left baseball practice, but it's, it was very intense and fun. And, uh, but you know, kind of how I got into it, it started was, um, uh, uh, here in Texas, I run a couple different awards shows, mm-hmm. uh, and it's all, mostly fan voted, and it covers all genres. So, as far as the know-how and, and having the experience there, uh, since then, I, uh, for instance, launched the Arkansas Country Music Awards, and and that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. The uh, nominations process, and uh, but I really wanted to do something with acapella, and it, it just came to me one day. And I got to searching around and, and figured, look, there are, are a lot of great programs on the table for acapella. I didn't find one like one specifically like this uh, as far as the idea that I had in mind. And, and as soon as I realized there wasn't anything like it, as far as I know, I just decided, hey, let's do it. And um, and so we're I think we've had we had over 5000 nominations come in. That's awesome. Yeah. And at the time of this recording, uh nomination or voting has already started for the final round and not finalists have been uh, announced and it, it just came from an idea uh coupling that with hey i've done this before it just wasn't acapella yeah so and, and actually since since deciding to do that 
I'm amazed at how much acapella is out there. For instance, on Twitter, yep. at uh, the handle on Twitter, our handle is acapella awards. And I, I put a, a post on there. Hey, we want to follow every acapella group in the world. You know, it doesn't <laughs> matter sure who you, you are. I'm sure you got a responses. We want to follow, and we we follow like maybe 700 people or accounts right mm-hmm. now. But I think there's probably a lot. I mean, maybe five times more than that. I mean, yeah. we're talking worldwide. You know, I, there are people who are nominated uh, from multiple countries and, uh, you know, places that maybe Americans might typically not uh, noodle around in, you know, on online or something. But mm-hmm. good acapella is everywhere. Absolutely. And I think this idea of that it just came to you one day is is really emblematic of the acapella community, actually. We just are usually, I think it's, you know, how do groups get started? People just decide one day, hey, I want to start a group. I want to create something. It's it's driven right. by individuals who just have an idea and decide to act on it. So I think this is kind of cool that that's how this came about and how this process is going to end up serving the greater acapella community because it's events like these through organizations and all that stuff that the world of acapella grows, the acapella, acapellites, the acapella people are interacting with each other in different ways. It's connecting people with different acapella artists. I see uh, this kind of organization, I see this kind of event, the Acapella Music Awards, as something that can only do great things for the acapella industry. So I'm I'm super excited for this. I, I'm going to do some voting and I, I, you know, maybe next year, uh, Tacapella could get nominated, fingers crossed, if we get a little yeah. more uh, people know who we are. So I'm looking at some of these um, these uh, <laughs> categories here, and I'm, I'm really excited. So Nathan, do you want to walk us through a few of these categories and maybe even how you came up with them? Because I'm looking at a long list here, and there's sure. some great ones, um, and some I wouldn't have expected. And I'm, I'm really excited to see who was nominated and who the finalists will be for this. Sure. Well, uh, yeah, so we have quite a few uh, category listings, mm-hmm. and part of that was, hey, this is obviously this is obviously a great category for acapella. Yeah. Other ones were uh, more on the lines of, uh, hey, this may this may be a good category. The fans and the acapella groups and those people nominating, they will tell us if it is good or not because yeah. they will fill the form out. <laughs> you know. No, that's, uh, but that's if, true. But for certain um, categories, if we don't have the kind of response needed to justify putting it up for a final vote, some of them might be um, uh, deleted or mm-hmm. we may uh, come up with a way to uh, to modify it. Where or combine it, it or something like that. Right. Well, for instance, octet, septet, sextet, quintet, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Some may or may not make it. Um, and it's it really, you know, because... This is being recorded earlier. I can't say what what's happened, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, uh, so so lifetime achievement award. That's an obvious one. Uh, entertainer, male vocalist, female vocalist, choir, mm-hmm. um, beatboxer. That is a huge category with oh, a sure. lot of response, and uh, it's it's it it would be amazing to have like, hey, beatboxer who has the most bass or beatboxer with the the most yeah. epic beats, you know, cause you know, beatboxing, you can, someone could be really good at it and be nothing like somebody else who's yep. really good at it. So beatboxing, uh, bass, um, uh, record of the year, song of the year, songwriter, music producer, sound engineer, promoter, video of the year, live performance, uh, a podcast of the year, uh, acapella personality of the year, um, uh, religious group, collegiate group, high school group, 
barbershop group, pop group, traditional, uh, young artist or young group, 17 mm -hmm. or younger. Uh, you know, some of these might be harder to populate, but uh, what we're going to do is basically the strong categories uh, will be presented and have been presented to the public by this time. And mm -hmm. so as far as how did the categories come about, mainly just trying to think, you know, have we covered the bases? Yeah. And obvious, and I think also I, the, all of the bases were not covered, but that leaves room for next year to grow yeah. and to do better. And, um, and obviously I think um, more people will know about it next year and, and so on. I think this is an incredibly ambitious, um, you know, list of categories that I'm really excited. I think it could be so easy for the first time out to just say, okay, well, we'll do, you know, like, you know, seven or eight, cause we don't know what's out there, but just throwing it all out there, uh, with all these, you know, it could be so easy instead of octet, septet, sextet, quintet, and quartet trio to just do small group, you know, but right. I think and, it's, and it may come out that way. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so. it, yeah. And it might, but I, I think the fact that even that you're putting the, this out there as here are our categories, it's, it's uh, kind of championing a sense of discovery. Cause for all we know, there could be in, I don't know, Finland, like acapella quintets are like the thing there and they're only quintets oh, right. or something like that. It's this sense of let's find out what's out there and let's cast the widest net possible to see what, what happens. And I just see this as uh, a great way for people to just learn more and more what's out there because it can be so easy with, you know, groups today posting everything they do and with their because there are so many groups now to kind mm -hmm. of get a little lost in the in the tide in a sense of what's out there who's doing what and this um, not only organizes it but it uh, encourages people by saying hey you can be recognized for this maybe you're not thinking that you know acapella sextets or whatever are a specific category but if um, you know if you're good enough and if there's an appetite for it. This is this is where you can be recognized. So man, I'm just so excited for this uh, reading this list, yeah. uh, and especially stuff with like music producer and sound engineer stuff that can be a little more behind the scenes. That's right. gonna connect. I mean, I think of what like if I talk to my little brother. He's you know he's a college freshman. He knows a little bit about acapella just for me. He knows who Pentatonix is and Straight No Chaser, right. but he doesn't know that you know a music producer, a sound engineer, how important those are to creating acapella recordings. And if something like this, just he comes across this, this recognizes those people behind the scenes and just people involved in acapella who otherwise wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have that kind of spotlight. And then he learns about it. And then maybe he's interested in something like that. And it's just showing everyone in the world, basically like, Who's good at this stuff and who should be recognized for it? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, for instance, you mentioned producer. Who gives them credit? I mean, right? they get credit, but, uh, you know, publicly up uh, in in the same sentence or in the same, uh, you know, blend. You know, you have entertainer of the year and then you can have uh, producer of the year mm -hmm. uh, awarded uh, one right after the other at the awards uh, show. So, it uh, you know, that's definitely... You know, you can't have a good acapella album without a good producer absolutely. and without a, a good engineer. It just will it absolutely will not happen. <laughs> yeah. So, and the only, you know. um, uh, the closest kind of analog to some of these I can think of are the awards that are given out at acapella competitions. For example, the ICCAs or ICHSAs, they give out awards for like best vocal percussion, best female or male solo, um, best arrangement or something like that. And then that's kind of all we get in terms of, um, 
the kind of awards in that kind of setting. But this covers right. all the bases here. And it's not just showing us, like you said, the the flashy ones or the easy ones. It, I'm, I am certain, and Nathan has not told me this, but I am certain, I am 100% certain that for the quintet of the year uh, category, someone nominated Pentatonix. I am certain Pentatonix was mentioned in here. And that's so easy. That's a really easy thing to nominate. And that's cool. But uh-huh. if we can make the less accessible things more accessible, the less obvious stuff more obvious to people, like that's just going to inform the acapella world. And by extension, like people who aren't really in the acapella world, maybe there's someone who's really into sound engineering, but they don't know a lot about acapella engineering or it doesn't seem like that's a huge thing. They can learn about it through something like this. They can see who the big names are. I mean, this right. is just going to show people what's out there and what's what you can do, essentially. Yeah, and one thing I've noticed is in doing other shows like this that, that were not acapella, mm-hmm. uh, the award recipients, some of them I've heard, they would tell me, hey, we've, we've been able to book more shows. Yeah. We've been able to ask for more money. And because they have the recognition. Do... Right, and they use it. Yep. I've seen some groups not use it like, hey, we won this and they really don't ever think about it. But mm-hmm. uh, the ones who do, uh, for instance, imagine you win a Grammy and you never tell anybody or it's not on <laughs> yeah. it's not on your LinkedIn account. You know, uh, you know, that's important uh, to a lot of people. You know, does it mean that this one group who uh, is a recipient of Entertainer of the Year is better than all the rest? Well, it could mean that, but it doesn't necessarily mean mm-hmm. that. It just means they that the fans said, "Hey, you deserve to be recognized." Mm-hmm. And and the people, the ones in the top five, everyone, you know, all these people agree that these top five groups need to be recognized. It, one of them will happen to walk away with the uh, the award, mm-hmm. but they are all equally uh, in the top five. Yeah, you know, and uh, that's something. The main thing is highlight acapella regardless of uh you know people think of these you know few big groups that uh, have been on tv and things you know that's great for acapella but uh it's uh i'm excited too yeah <laughs> i'm no, excited I, i'm I excited think, about it yeah and i think your point about asking for more money or getting more gigs that's that's what i really think it, uh, i think of in terms of what this could do for the acapella community in terms of like oh well these guys got an award so maybe someone who's not as into acapella or a radio station mm-hmm. that doesn't know about it or isn't as interested in it sees that, oh, they have some recognition here. They have some more clout and maybe this gets, and just maybe this gets a few more, this gets out there. This song gets out there. This group gets out there and it just gets a little bit more. And then the world, the acapella world expands just a little bit more through something like this, which is, acapella is, is, yeah. acapella is high, is a high value type of entertainment. Yep. Especially good acapella. It, mm-hmm. It's not something, uh, it's not a weak form of art yeah. <laughs> at all. No, absolutely. You know? And it's something that there's a real appetite for right now. I'm, hey, I've learned most of the musical instruments because I have to for my music ed degree, but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think there is a, you know, an accordion awards of the year that is going to feature this many categories. If, <laughs> if there is an accordion right. award of the year uh, ceremony, someone tweet me about it because I haven't heard about it, but prove me wrong right. if you can. Yeah. But <laughs> I think. Uh, I mean, I think it's really smart that you're launching this at this time when the uh, fervor for acapella is at the highest it has ever been in the mm. arts history. And this is yeah. only going to make that fervor 
more sustainable because people are going to invest in it and they're going to have goals to work towards. It's and the idea again that I just really um, that really sold me on this. When you're talking about this could just be like you said, someone in Finland or whatever, just someone wherever that has right. a shot at this. That makes it feel so much more like a communal thing and that it is not just a couple groups at the top who define the art form and where it goes for a bunch of people. It's all of us together. Cause that's again, what acapella is. It's getting a bunch of people together to try and do something. And I'm, I'm really excited to see who gets nominated and I'm really, really excited to see who gets nominated, who I don't know. Cause then that exposes me and that exposes listeners uh, everyday right. acapella people to something new. And that's what I think is going to really give the uh, acapella community just another thing to keep it going, essentially, and to enrich the culture and the community. I'm I'm excited because there's a lot of artists I don't know about. Mm-hmm. And so in, in that sense, you're probably further ahead than me in, in knowing who some of these people are. But uh, but then maybe there's someone you know who I've never heard of, and then I sure. get to know who that is. And then it's sure. just that cross-pollination. Uh, so everyone, we're going to take a quick break right now. We've been talking with Nathan Honeycutt today all about the Acapella Music Awards. I'm getting super excited for it in case you haven't noticed how my voice keeps getting higher as we talk more and more about it. And we're going to uh, spend the break listening to Bobby McFerrin's Don't Worry, Be Happy, a song chosen by Nathan. And uh, then we're going to be right back here after we listen to Michael Wingate talk to us a little bit in the Beatbox Corner. And we're going to be right back. song I wrote you might want to sing it note for note don't worry be happy in every life we have some trouble but when you worry you make it double don't worry be happy don't worry be happy now Ooh, 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 ooh
cash, ain't got no style Ain't got no gal to make you smile But don't worry Be happy Cause when you're worried your face will frown And that will bring everybody down So don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy now Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy Don't worry Be happy Don't worry, be happy Now there is this song I wrote. I hope you learned it note for note like good little children. Don't worry. Be happy. Now listen to what I say. In your life expect some trouble. But when you worry you make it double. Don't worry. Be happy. Be happy now. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. Be happy. Don't worry, be happy. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't do it. Be happy. Put a smile on your face. Don't bring everybody down like this. Don't worry. It will soon pass, whatever it is. Don't worry. Be happy. Hey everyone, Michael Wingate here with Beatbox Corner on Talkapella this week. I uh, hope that everyone here had a wonderful holiday season. And with that, let's get into my segment. So today is not really going to be much of a tutorial. It's going to be more of a discussion, kind of a soapboxy type thing for me, I guess. I just wanted to bring up this topic that resonates with me. So I don't know if you've heard before on my Talkapella session with John, but I did make a distinction that there is a difference between vocal percussion and beatboxing, vocal percussion being uh, real-world instruments that you would find on a drum set and other percussive instruments like a cowbell or a tambourine, and beatboxing is much more electric. It includes electronic sounds, EDM sounds, uh, those types of noises. And uh, I just wanted to talk about this attitude that I've heard at festivals and other events that beatboxing is solely a, uh, a flashy solo art and vocal percussion is much more for uh, the acapella realm. Basically kind of shoehorning beatboxing in its own little corner. But I just wanted to kind of like not really debunk myths, because I don't really think there's anything to debunk, but just kind of like have a conversation about it, essentially. So this uh, this attitude that oh, beatboxing is this flashy solo art, and they do all this nonsense that, you know, does isn't really tailored for acapella. 
Well, that comes from Beatbox Battles. If any of you are not familiar with Beatbox Battles, you can go ahead on YouTube and look up Swiss Beatbox, S-W-I-S-S, Beatbox. And you can look at some of like like the World Championships or the American Championships, stuff like that. And you see examples of Beatbox Battles. The whole idea that beatboxing is the solo flashy art is kind of because solo beatboxers have to be flashy because one person doing a beatbox routine is is responsible for the beat, the groove, the melody, uh, the bass, and any kind of harmony that's thrown in there. So, like, yeah, like, they're doing a bunch of sounds, you know, to create this routine. And, yeah, like, it looks flashy, but it kind of has to be by nature. But we can take these aspects of solo beatboxing and these sounds and actually implement them into... Uh, contemporary acapella. I'll just give you some examples. So there are like sounds like pitched lip buzzes. That is me buzzing my lips together to create a tone as well as humming the same pitch or you can buzz a pitch and then hum a different pitch and harmonize it. Um, there are also uh, these things called lip rolls that create a very bassy tone. There's also throat bass. You know, there's also other sounds like tongue bass. Like there are certain sounds that come from the beatbox realm of things that you can take and blend with your vocal group and create something really exciting. Now we can obviously look at a group like Pentatonics. We all know who they are, uh, a group that took their sound palette and created something ridiculously amazing that exploded and really pushed acapella in a new direction. You can also look at a collegiate group like Faux Pas, Lucas as their beatboxer and the vocal techniques that he uses with his beatboxing in order to create something new. And you can also look at two new budding professional groups, Blacklight out of Boston and Ember out of Baltimore. They're both trying to implement advanced beatboxing techniques uh, to create a brand new acapella sound and really push that envelope that no one really has touched uh, on before. Both of these groups are really trying to push back against that attitude that beatboxing is, you know, more of the solo thing and uh, vocal percussion is the more tailored to acapella style. So yeah, that was just kind of me rambling about something that I'm passionate about. So uh, I really hope you enjoyed this, and uh, it didn't waste your time. So uh, thank you very much. This is Michael Wingate on Beatbox Corner for Talkapella, and I will see you all next week. You're listening to community-supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, where vocal music is our forte. And welcome back to Tacapella. Hey everyone, this is John Lampus talking with Nathan Honeycutt here on Tacapella. Uh, we've been talking about the Acapella Music Awards, which if you haven't heard about, uh, it's a brand new Acapella Music Awards, kind of speaks for itself, that uh, Nathan's putting together. I'm really excited about it. At this point, by the time this airs, the uh, finalists have been announced and voting is going to be, uh, I believe voting has begun at this point, right, Nathan? Correct. And I'm, Correct. I mean, I by this time, I will have put in my uh, put in my votes, so I'm super excited. I've said super excited so many times tonight, but I, I can't <laughs> stop saying <laughs> it. Uh, so, Nathan, why don't we talk a little bit about, so, 
uh, just giving a little timeline for the listeners here. Uh, nominations uh, wrapped up January 20th. Uh, finalists were announced this past week at the time of this um, it, and a few days from now at the time of this recording on February 1st. Voting begins February 4th. Voting ends February 25th. So you got quite a bit of time there, everyone. You got three weeks to, you know, campaign and put all, you know, get your friends to vote and everything like that. And then the red carpet event is happening May 19th, 2018. Nathan, can you tell us all about the red carpet event? Because that sounds pretty dang cool. Yeah, so um, the red carpet event, is an awards ceremony that will be have uh, we will be handing out the uh, awards to recipients mm-hmm. and and that's the evening when people will actually find out who yeah. the recipients are and we'll have multiple uh, I would like to have up to twenty nominees perform uh, that yeah. evening uh, there may be less performances but you know how. Uh, you might have someone up for producer, but is also up for male vocalist or something. So that we want to have as many people on stage who are who are nominees yeah. perform as possible. Um, and so the the flow of the show is we'll have maybe around actually three awards presented by various people and personalities, mm-hmm. uh, and then followed up by a performance. And we just basically. We go back and forth until the evening is over, but we keep it moving. We it's fast paced. We have some great personalities that will be on stage, and the performers obviously will be top shelf. Yeah. And and then we have also the red carpet uh, uh, aspect of it, where we will have the step and repeat, like you might see at the uh, at a movie premiere, where mm-hmm. you see the logos on the wall and yeah. everything, and 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 you have a chance to have your picture taken. Uh, people uh, at the at the red carpet ceremonies, they always uh, come dressed nicely, and uh, we get a lot of pictures. And what the purpose of that is is to let the artists feel special and yeah. to treat them in a special way, to where when they come to the show and they walk through the door. The spotlight is literally on them. Mm-hmm. The cameras are on them. They're smiling. They're having a good time because, wow, I'm getting some red carpet treatment here. Hello. Yeah. Uh, it's about time. <laughs> but but seriously, uh, uh, so people can bring their moms and their dads and their aunts and uncles and everybody. And uh, so we want uh, the artists to feel special. But it's unique in the sense that everyone who comes to the show can get in, uh, can walk on the red carpet too and get mm-hmm. their picture taken the whole idea is that it's like you said it's about community it's about mm-hmm. saying hey this isn't just about the people up in the stratosphere who are uh, you know, on TV every week but this is about real people doing real acapella music on an everyday basis people who love it who are exceptionally good at it and they are here tonight. They're on the red carpet, yeah. and they will be interviewed. And we uh, we're working on uh, uh, to make this where we we're filming it, and uh, it, you know there will be lights everywhere and a great sound system, and uh, so all of that. In fact, uh, one of the sponsors, a microphone company, uh, we will be announcing uh, here soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, w- it's it's going to be a top notch event, and as far as red carpet goes, it will not disappoint. We want everyone who comes through those doors to feel special and feel like that's a night that they want to repeat, and uh, everyone will be ready for next year. I think that's a great goal, making sure everyone feels special, because I think that's also 
you know, there's definitely something really visceral and fun about watching red carpet events, whether you're just tuning into the Oscars or the Grammys or whatnot, seeing that kind of, um, you know, talent up there just kind of doing their thing. Uh, but to let people uh, be a part of that, I mean, that's like you said, that kind of goes back to this idea of if you have enough votes, you can be nominated. You don't have to have a record label. You don't have to have, um, you know, a ton of money. You don't have to have all the resources as long as you have the talent. And this, I mean, this sounds like you're creating a very modern forward thinking uh, kind of atmosphere that celebrates the uh, individual and the accomplishments of them. And that's what ideally propels them to these kind of situations. Oh, where's this going to be taking place exactly? I know it's going to be in Nashville, but uh, do you have a location set yet? Actually, yes, uh, and we will be coming out with a press release oh, for that. Oh, cool. It, I can't, it's, it's secret. That's kind of neat. <laughs> well, yeah, it's in the Nashville area right there. If anyone's ever been to Nashville, Tennessee, uh, you know, if you come into town for the show, you won't have any downtime. You'll have a lot to do before and after the show, and definitely for the show. I felt like Nashville was a good choice because, yeah. uh, you know, uh, there's so many – and, you know, part of uh, acapella is – uh, the background of many a cappella singers and singers in general is that they grew up singing in church and mm-hmm. uh there's just a huge there's a large a cappella community in Tennessee and around the Nashville area uh probably larger than in most places yeah so i figured uh it's you know, an episode mu- yes it's a music it's a music town and I like Tennessee. I like any chance I can get to go to Tennessee and to be in Tennessee. So I thought, hey, it, Nashville is the place. And and it's also relatively easy for everyone to get to. It's it's mm-hmm. kind of, it's in the middle of part of the country. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, if someone's coming from, from elsewhere, you know, uh, it's, it's just another, another little plane ride over from the coast. So Absolutely. So... I mean, this is so cool that you're putting this together. I've, you know, I think we've all grown up seeing red carpet events, watching them on TV, but to hear kind of the uh, the driving philosophy and how it all goes together and what you're trying to do with a red carpet event, that's really cool to hear about. Making everyone feel special. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't imagine anyone who is on that uh, uh, is on that carpet isn't going to feel pretty great about themselves that night. So. What I'm also curious about is, so this is obviously the first year of the Acapella Music Awards. What is your goal, let's say, five years from now? Where do you want it to end up? How do you want this to grow and move forward? Sure. Well, the idea is for the first one to go to go well, to be successful, in the mm-hmm. sense that artists uh, in the acapella community feel that actually accomplishes something to promote and highlight artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that to happen and to be improved on for the following year and the following year and to, to make it successful moving forward and to have something that's beneficial for the community, for the acapella community. uh, That's the goal. And if that is what happens, the stamina for this to continue throughout uh, continuing years, uh, the following years, that will take care of itself. Yeah. Uh, If you have the momentum. Right. And, 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 you know, just to do it right, We'll, we'll provide that, we'll lay the groundwork for that. And mm-hmm. so through doing it in a good way, uh, I think, you know, for this to be on its 10th, you know, to look back and say, hey, this is the 10th year. Uh, I remember speaking to John on the Tacapella show and now he's got, <laughs> now he's got his tonight show. He took over okay. for, <laughs> but anyway, you know, uh, to, uh, the idea is to definitely repeat 
and to have it uh, every year. So uh, I, I, maybe you were asking that, but uh, that's that's definitely the the idea. Yeah, you're you're trying to start something here. This isn't just a hey, we're gonna just celebrate, you know, everyone who was cool in 2017. You're trying to celebrate <laughs> right. acapella as a whole, and that's right. going to just. I mean, it's it's the same thing with like the Academy Awards. I love movies, and I think the Academy Awards, I think the Oscars, give it another layer of engagement for people. I'm not only sure. excited to watch the movies, I'm excited to see what people think about the movies and how those movies are recognized. And this is just right. adding a very clear definition and a clear um, kind of addition to the acapella community. We're like, hey. I can sit in my room and listen to Straight No Chaser and think, man, these guys are really good. And yes, they've been recognized with album deals and they tour and that's great. But this is another dimension of that that right. is just enjoyable for people to you know, sit there and watch or to be there and experience um, because it's another way for them to interact with their art and talk about it when – you know, the uh, I've been listening. I listen to movie podcasts pretty much every day, to be honest, on my way to school. And mm-hmm. it's cool. I was listening to, okay, who do you think should have been nominated for this or nominated for that? Uh, should Shape of Water or Dunkirk been nominated for Best Picture, et cetera, et cetera. And just right. hearing those discussions is another way for me to interact and enjoy uh, movies. So you're adding this basically to the acapella world that's going to allow people to interact with this art in a way that um wasn't really available before i know we have the cara awards and there's there's other Mm -hmm. stuff out there but this one seems very focused on not only you you don't have to just sit and watch you can participate by voting and then that again like we keep talking about the communal aspect so i think this is uh, i think you have a really great model here that i think is really going to resonate with people and you you hit on this but it it pulls the fans in and says hey Mm -hmm. look not only can you be part of this but you can determine the outcome yeah. in a lot of ways. And uh, and then they can come to the show and see groups. Uh, one might be more of a barbershop uh, traditional style mm-hmm. and one another one might be more rootsy and soulful and another one is uh, very, uh, you know, has, you know, more of a uh, operatic or choral type yeah. of sound. And, and so to jump into a pool of acapella and experience surround sound kind of you know yeah. like hey i i heard everything tonight yep. i can't believe what i just heard i couldn't believe how that bass was thumping and that, and like who was singing what that didn't make any mm-hmm. sense there were four <laughs> people and it sounded like six i'm telling you they were they had a backing track and and i'm gonna find out what was going on there because they're not telling the truth and and you know to blow people's minds like that that is you know to say the award show needs to be done right and to go well that's part of it, it needs to shock people and push them back into their seat or maybe have them on the edge of their seat and yeah. saying acapella is ferocious and I love this. I love being part of this. And I, maybe I didn't vote or didn't get to nominate this year, but I'm definitely going to next year because uh, I want to be part of this. And uh, hey, get let me get a t-shirt. In fact, I need to think about that. We don't have t-shirts. So. Ooh, hey, if you need but, a logo design guy, I can I can recommend someone to you, by the way. Uh, well, um, we'll shout him out on air here. Yeah. Oh, he? yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, if you guys, if anyone needs a logo design, hit up Kyle Dibdahl. That's Kyle, K-Y-L-E. And then his last name is Dibdal, D-Y-B-D-A-L, at Behance.net. He uh, does all my logos. He's actually designing a logo for Tacapella right now. He is the man, and he is my logo guy from my fraternity who he he makes some really great stuff. So check him out if you need any kind of logos because he 
makes really, really good-looking ones. He designed both the logos for my two acapella groups. So check him out oh, if wow. you are listening. Um, I, I, I think that's also a really good point about, like, it's almost like a buffet in a sense. If you're going to go in there, and I listen to these certain kinds of acapella groups, and then you're going to get in there, and you're going to experience so many other different kinds and then right. you're gonna see like oh hey like i mean again it's i'm thinking of the movies like i see stuff that's nominated i'm like oh i didn't see three billboards outside of missouri but apparently it's a really good movie and it got lots of nominations i should check yeah. that out and then i'm exposed to another um manifestation of this art form and i it, this just seems like it's gonna i mean i keep saying it this is going to enrich the community in such a cool way so i'm I'm super freaking pumped right now. Uh, and I am definitely uh, a year from now, I'm going to be campaigning hard to get uh Tacapella for sure as the acapella show of the year. Um, watch out people. Cause I'm going to be, I'm gunning for that now in 2018. Wait, it is 2018 in 2019. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be coming for that. Um, so we're going to take one more quick break here. We're going to listen to our own Amanda Tran on her segment, notable coverage, uh, dissect some fun acapella arrangements. Then we're going to be right back here with Nathan Honeycutt, who's going to tell us where you can get a hold of him and the acapella music awards. Uh, so we're going to be right back here on acapella and stay tuned. You're listening to community-supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, the only place where drums are replaced by boots and cats. What's up, everyone? Amanda Tran here, and I'm your host to Notable Coverage, only here on Tacapella. In Notable Coverage, we go over some of the most covered songs in the acapella world and basically spill the tea on them. So for episode seven, we're going to dive into the song Madness, originally performed by the band Muse in 2012. Now there are some songs that you think this needs an acapella arrangement upon the very first listen. And as soon as you hear that madness in the intro, it is 100% one of those songs. I found a couple arrangements of Madness by Muse that were thankfully not transcriptions of the songs. Who would have thought? Uh, but that's the whole point, right? You're trying to make your own, put your own stamp on a song and make it your own. And I feel that these two groups definitely did that. The first version we're going to listen to is by a international group. And 2018, one of my resolutions in all acapella is to listen to more international groups. Um, this group is from is based in Rome. And they debuted back in 2004. They're a seven-person all-male group called Anonima Armonisti, which translates to anonymous harmonics. Um, but this arrangement um, of Madness was released in 2013 on their YouTube channel, and it was a live performance, um, and it was mixed really well. I just loved the rawness and the really bright and positive vibe of this arrangement. And even if you are watching them perform it, you could definitely hear that they were having a great time while performing it. And that is just so contagious and a really great um, thing to have as a group. They just had this beautiful and effortless blend. And it was really great that they took turns soloing and some really great VPN sound effects in there as well. So shout out to Anonima Armanisti or Anonymous Harmonics all the way from Rome. Do you know, do you know that it's real? Or is it just madness? Keeping us afloat. Madness. 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 Mad
nights we had It's like some kind of madness Was taking control What you need What you need Now this next version is by acapella, college acapella veterans Ithacapella from Ithaca College and Madness was featured on their 2016 EP To Build a Home. Now when I originally saw this track listing I was like great yet another transcription of Madness but thankfully I was completely wrong. <laughs> this arrangement starts out beautifully with an interlude of really warm chords and subtle overtones and it goes into a very core-like arrangement for the first verses and by the second verse it's grown into a happy rhythmic vibe and you have no choice but to have a fun time actively listening to each of those polyrhythmic elements. Now, going into the very last section, the guys really opened it up into that rock stadium anthem sound that you've really been itching to hear the entire time. So they really take you through this really amazing journey and growth throughout the entire song, and I just had such a great time listening to it. And to top it off, the soloist does a wonderful job of emoting each lyric and those belty notes at the very end. Not many guys can sing like Matthew Bellamy, the lead singer of Muse, but he did an incredible job, and I'm just like, yes, the entire time, because he totally killed it. And here it is, Ithacapella's Madness. I, uh, I tried so hard to let you go, but some kind of Was swallowing me whole But now I am finally seen the light I I have found guys have it my two favorite versions of madness in the style of acapella if you have any other versions you want me to hear or any other songs you want me to cover you can reach me at any social media at amanatran rocks that's amanatran r-o-c-k-s thanks for tuning in and i can't wait for next week bye guys Just madness. 
and welcome back to Talk Appella. I'm your host, John Lampus, here on Acaville Radio's weekly talk show. I have had the privilege and pleasure today of talking with Nathan Honeycutt of the Acapella Music Awards, and it has been really great talking with Nathan about how this all came about, when it's going to be happening, how nominations work, all these categories, and the big thing we've been talking about today is the impact it's going to have on the acapella community. I always talk about movies on this podcast or on this radio show, even though it's an acapella podcast, but there's a lot of... Uh, analogs to things like the Grammys and the, um, uh, you know, the Academy Awards. And my main thing is I think this is going to serve a similar role for the acapella community and just make it uh, bigger and richer. So Nathan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. How could uh, people, yeah, absolutely. How could people uh, get a hold of you or see what the acapella music awards are all about? Okay. The, uh, the simplest one would be acapellamusicawards.com. You can go there. And then we're also on Facebook at Acapella Music Awards. Um, I believe the URL is Acapella Awards. And then we're also on Twitter at Acapella Awards. Um, so I think it's Acapella Awards on Twitter and Facebook cool. uh, if I'm, uh, as far as the URL goes. But uh, we'll be posting uh, more information as the days go by. For instance, um, uh, if you go to the website by now you will probably see a link for this interview and um, other things that will be coming up uh, as far as newsworthy items and information uh, coming out about ticket sales and the uh, information about how to get to the venue if you're coming to, into town from out of town and you need a hotel you know we'll, we'll uh, work on we're working on special rates for that and uh, we're uh, you know, and if there's you see something and you're you're missing some information you're looking for, you can go to our inbox or uh, contact our our uh, form on our website or on Facebook or Twitter, and we'll get back to you uh, pretty quickly. Sweet, boom, everyone. Uh, that's how you can get hold of Nathan. I know I'm going to be following all those things. At, by this point, I have followed all of those things on Twitter, Facebook, everything, and I'm going to be staying tuned pretty closely to that. Uh, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm at John Lampus, J-O-H-N-L-A-M-P-U-S on Twitter and Instagram. But more importantly, follow Acaville Radio on Twitter, Instagram, everything, because uh, we're really excited for what Nathan's doing with the Acapella Music Awards. Uh, so, Nathan, thanks again so much for coming on the show. It's it's a real privilege to have you on. And I'm really excited for what you've created. Awesome. It's been really good being on your show, Tacapella. It's awesome. Thank you very much. And everyone, that is it for Tacapella this week. This was our 51st episode with the great Nathan Honeycutt. Check out the Acapella Music Awards. We're going to call it good today. Listen to my buddy Greg Starr on Greg's Take, answer some of your listener questions. And for everything Acapella, please stay tuned. You're listening to community-supported Acaville Radio, streaming acapella around the clock at acaville.org. Acaville, giving listeners worldwide something to sing about. And welcome back to Tacapella. This is Greg's Take, the segment in which I answer your listener questions. So this week, we are only going to tackle one question because it's that's a good one, but it's a bit of a doozy because there's a lot to it. So let's go ahead and get started. What's the process you go through when composing your own song versus arranging an existing song? So there are definitely some pretty clear differences here. I'd start by saying that a lot of people would describe arranging as at least partially or half composing. 
And there's definitely a good amount of truth to that. But I would say the biggest difference, and the most obvious difference, is when it comes to arranging, a lot of the work that has to go into composition is already done. You often don't have to write words or a melody. And depending on how true to the original you want to stay, you might not even have to write that much in the way of chords or harmony. A lot of that work might already be done. So I would say in terms of the process for arranging, the first question that you ask is how true to the original do you want to stay? Or what direction do you want to take the song in? Because it could be the case that you want, you want to basically keep the song the same for the most part, with the exception of the voicing perhaps, or maybe if there are a lot of instruments in the song, you want to put them into vocals. So the first choice you make is, do you want it to be closer to a transcription of the original, or do you want to take it in a totally different direction and arrange, say, say arrange a pop song in a more jazz-type style, or make it sound more classical even? Or do you want to take a song, like an older pop song, or maybe even a classical song, and make it sound more poppy? Do you want to significantly change the style and the mood of the piece? Do you want to change the tempo a lot? So a lot of the questions that I ask myself when arranging a song is basically a lot of the questions involve how much do I want to change? And usually it's not absolutely everything. Usually keep some things the same. So often a lot of the work is done. So I start with the matter of what is different? How do I translate this into an acapella piece? And then I get into some of the specifics like how do I voice chords, and do I want to change the song from verse to verse? For example, in a lot of pop songs, verse 1 and verse 2 are practically interchangeable with the exception of the words, but you don't always want that to be the case in an acapella piece. So when it comes to composition, I would say that you start with what's kind of already done in an arrangement, and that's you know, melody, the words, what do you want the song to be about? What is the sort of intent of the piece? At least that's sort of my process for composition. I, I kind of pick a topic, I kind of pick a style, I pick, you know, maybe a melody that I've had in my head or chord progression. I start with some of the things that are already done when doing an arrangement. Also in terms of the process of composition, there's quite a bit more freedom because I can I can take it in a completely different direction. I can totally change a part of the song that I don't like, and I might not feel like I'm free to do that with an arrangement. With a composition, and you know, it's all original work. So I can get half through the song and say, actually, I don't like this word, or I don't like this chord, let me change that. It can be more of, you know, a living, breathing piece, whereas an arrangement is a version of a piece that's already been written. So... If you want to stay at least somewhat true to the original, you don't have nearly as much leeway in terms of what you can change, whereas a composition really can change significantly as, as you write it. And the last thing that I would add is that whereas figuring out how to voice chords, figuring out you know, which part of a song goes into which particular part in an acapella arrangement, for example, you know, do you want the trumpet part to be in the soprano or in the tenor? You don't have to do quite as much work of that kind when composing because, you know, if you're composing a specifically a cappella piece, you can make those decisions as you compose the piece. So there's not as much translation in effect because it's already 
acapella. It's not, you're not changing a song with instruments into an acapella piece. It's all original acapella music. Well, I could probably talk for another 20 minutes about this, but we are already at, well, past five minutes. So that will be it for this week of Greg's Take. If you have a question you would like me to address on this segment, feel free to email me at gastarr at seattleschools.org. Or you can also follow me on Twitter at Greg Stars Take. And also, Acaville Radio is on Twitter as well. So until next week, take some time to listen to Acapella. <laughs>